When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, hey. Sorry I didn't see you there. This is an audio medium. If you grew up with Disney Channel shows, decoms, and music, the Time Machine is ready for you to take a trip back to those golden days. Quick! Before the time reaches 8-7 Central! What is up, time travelers? Welcome back to the Time Machine podcast with me, Becca Stogner. And sitting right behind, 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 ah! behind, <laughs> look behind you, sitting beside her, it's me, Hunter Martin. And we went through a debacle to get here. Today. You, you went through a debacle. <laughs> I am in um, New York right now for the week for a couple of concerts and to see friends, but I left the cables that I used for my audio mixer at home so i had my partner overnight ship them on sunday and it is about to be thursday and that package is still not here so hopefully this sounds good we are hunched over one mic <laughs> and i am in hunter's infamous squeaky chair yeah so how does it feel i don't know Powerful? the the challenge will be to see if if i can get through the recording with no squeaks well you will <laughs> it's not, i think you're going to find that you can just do a inhale exhale and we'll squeak so i know i wish like (laughs) it's bonding that we're huddled in this microphone right but at the same time last time we did this (laughs) we had those two separate mics which was fun to lounge on your couch i know because it feels real yeah and i put them in my suitcase i mean this one feels real too it's just like we're a lot closer than yeah this feels a little bit more like we're in a bunker. In a bunker. <laughs> We're like delivering the survival report. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's um, been day 285 been... <laughs> since the emergency alert went off and turned us all into zombies. Right. So if you're reading, if you're hearing this post-zombie alert, welcome. <laughs> welcome. Thank you for still listening to a podcast during these trying, trying right. times. Especially this one. Also, <sighs> thank you all for loving the episode last week over Disney Channel Pilots. Yeah, that was a fun one to do. It was fun to um, reach into the depths of our minds and imagine what could have been. From the online things we got back where people really wanted that Arwen spinoff out of all of them. Besides the Liz McGuire reboot, obviously. But everyone was like, Arwen spinoff? It's just to think shoulda, coulda, woulda. But they can't. Anything else we have to share before we get into the depths? I found a video, an old video of us sword fighting yesterday. <laughs> context, context. <laughs> uh, well, we were we were stage combat partners in um, in college. We were paired up for a Shakespearean sword fight, and I don't mean to brag, but we ate. No, we we <laughs> we need to brag because no one in our class thought we would do well. I know. That's and then we... not even the teachers, and I'm. That's true. You yeah. can't deny that. They were like, "Okay, Hunter and Becker." Are up. And we, like, even the teacher's like, wow. Yeah. I was like, yeah, don't underestimate the underdogs. You know what I mean? <laughs> I will never forget us being like, we killed. Like, we, and I don't like, 
think I do well at all at any times. But that was sure. one of the moments when I was like, yeah, we 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 came, we saw, we conquered. We ate. We ate. I, we, we ate. You ate? I could not uh, replicate that choreography again if you asked me to. I, know, <laughs> I looked at the video and I was gobsmacked of how well it looked. Well, that was all we did every day in class for like six weeks. Yeah, and we rehearsed for a long time. Yeah. Um, so shout out to, <laughs> if you ever take stage combat in your life no it's hard but it's rewarding know that like six years later you might end up hosting a podcast with the person that you get paired up with randomly to do a sword fight yeah and no combat is needed well Uh, sometimes sometimes especially (laughs) if we disagree on some disney four-on-one stories i might have to throw a punch (laughs) (laughs) all right let's get into it all right we just have a couple of tv updates uh, first things first, in renewal news, Selena Gomez will be back to um, solve some mysteries in season four of Only Murders in the Building. I just finished season three. They're setting the stage for season four, and I'm excited to see where it goes. Um, I enjoy the show. I know you don't watch it. Um, yet. Yet. It's good, so I won't spoil it. Um, but in other Selena Gomez news... Barely one week has passed since the first day of fall, but Selena Gomez is already feeling the holiday spirit. The superstar singer, producer, and businesswoman has set a new special at Food Network, Selena and Chef, Home for the Holidays, a twist on Gomez's popular HBO Max home cooking series. Selena and Chef will debut on November 30th at 8 o'clock p.m. on Food Network. The holidays have, this is what Selena says, the holidays have always meant so much to me. It was an honor to have these amazing chefs in my kitchen to introduce some of their favorite foods and what makes the holidays special for them. It's in the four episodes, the celebrity chefs will show Gomez and her best friend how they use food to make the holiday season memorable. Gomez's papa, 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 (laughs) nana, and sister Grace will also appear to make the special a full family occasion. Will you be watching? I doubt it. (laughs) Do you watch, like, food shows? Every now and then, I really like, um, like, Holiday Bake Off. Like, I've liked Great British Bake Off in the past, but I d- that's not something that I'd, like, really, like, ooh, because mostly I just get mad that I can't eat what they're making. And yeah. I'm like, I don't know. All right, so, but will that be on your holiday list? <sighs> Probably not. Hmm. Well, I have another option for you. Oh? Demi Lovato sets holiday special at Roku. What? Demi Lovato will be rocking around the Christmas tree in a new holiday special for Roku. The streamer has ordered a very Demi holiday special. Stop. Which will see the pop star perform classic holiday songs such as Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas and Jingle Bell Rock. She will also perform a surprise duet as well as tracks from her latest album and some of her classic hits. The special will launch on December 8th. Um, This is what Demi had to say. Uh, The holidays are such a special time of year and I can't wait to put my special twist on the celebrations. We can't wait for our audience to unwrap this one-of-a-kind Roku original special. Well, sounds like we may have to report on that. Who's that surprise you went with? I don't know. The alien. An alien. The alien. The so, alien. Maybe Santa himself. <laughs> what is the... Well, I guess... So we have... So if you're a Selena fan, you got a, you got a, you got a holiday special to look forward to. If you're a Demi fan, you have another holiday special to look forward to. It says some of her classic hits. So what are we singing? Cool for the summer? December 8th? Cool for the winter. <laughs> burr, burr, burr. <laughs> Don't tell her at all. 
Oh my god, that is not the news. I and off her la- and off her latest album, which Reva- one? Revamped? Revamped, so her classic hits, or <laughs> are we hearing Twenty Nine? If I ever did that, I think I'd have a Santa attack. I think I'd have a Santa hat. <laughs> oh, that's better. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Or what about Twenty Nine? You make my nose <laughs> glow. That's from Rudolph's perspective. <laughs> Rudolph revamped. <laughs> Well, how would how would a Christmas version of Twenty Nine be if we're if it's the latest album? Find me twenty five. Christmas Day will always cross my mind. That's uh, good. That's good. Uh, I what did Demi and Christmas have in common? Like that. They both. Those wires aren't crossing for me. Have eyes in their name. <laughs> Christmas. A very Demi Christmas. Creamy Demi. Well. A creamy Demi Christmas. I, I'll I'll probably tune into that. You will tune into that, but not <laughs> Selena and Chef, the holiday special. Well, Selena and Chef sounds wholesome and normal, and like I would know what to expect. This Demi thing, who knows what's gonna happen? Yeah, yeah, I definitely in Roku of it all places. I know, <laughs> it's free. What's up, Roku? What's up, Roku? <laughs> Put it out of its season. <laughs> Put in my wish list up. Putting my stockings up. There you go. That's it. There, this is ripe for the picking. So, Demi, if you're listening, and I know you are. Um, also, y'all, how are we going to get Christy Carlson on the pod? Right. We see you commenting on our stuff. She sees us commenting she sees on her stuff. Operation Get Christy Carlson and Annalise Vanderpool on the pod starts today. Or let us on podcast. Or let us on any podcast. Open we're, those pearly gates. We're... <laughs> We're willing and able. Just want to throw that out there. So if anyone, you know, wants to be on like, <laughs> any of them, be like, you should go on the Time Machine. I think they'd have fun. I think we had fun on theirs. Yeah. So we're speaking into the void at this point, but <laughs> that's the end of Disney Forward 1 for now. And it's the beginning of the month <sighs> of fright. I'm scared. Ooh, you should be scared. I'm scared and don't be angry at me. Um, so like we said, uh, SAG-AFTRA is still on strike. So in support of the strike, we are doing something a little different with the month of feuds this year. Or <laughs> month of frights this year. Covering some frightful feuds. Um, going back through the pages of Disney Channel's history to uncover where its stars were beefing and being so hateful, it's scary. Um, and today we are going all the way back to 2002. Yeah. I think is where these seeds were planted um, with the feud between Lindsay Lohan and America's sweetheart yeah. Hillary Duff. Um, so, yeah, to quote Hillary Duff, let's go back, back to the beginning. Uh, and. Let's just deep dive into Hillary Duff versus Lindsay Lohan. And it's interesting as we go through each feud that we're talking about, I think each feud has a different why there. It's interesting um, how it all shook out because every feud we're covering for this month, there's different reasons why they're feuding. Yeah. This one is, it started out feuding over a boy. Started out with Kiss. How did it end up like like this? this? I don't know, but it had to do with the one, the only Aaron Carter. Um, And that just kind of set the stage, so to speak, of the feud between Hilary Duff and Lindsay Lohan. 
two teen queens at the top of their game. Yeah. And the fun thing is about this feud in particular is this is way before social media. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't subtweet. They couldn't put like a like a um, infograph on your Instagram story being yeah. like, be kind. They had to leave it's, a paper trail to be. They had to leave a paper trail. And for our research, because we take this podcast seriously, <laughs> there's so m- many interviews of them talking about each other. Right. And articles that seem like, I think, like literally verbatim, there's a quote that Hillary Duff said in a magazine that says like, I think Lindsay Lohan is mean. <laughs> What I also love about this one, like, speaking to how this feud was so much, like, they were subtweeting, but, like, on the news. Yeah. And since you can't, like, just read Twitter and see the generic things that, like, everyone is thinking about this, instead you have all these, like, talking head VH1 segments where Chelsea Handler is giving her thoughts on this feud. And, it's like, yeah. male comedians are just like, well, these teen girls shouldn't be beefing over Aaron Carter. That's reserved for men in their 40s. Right. Like, saying the most off-the-cuff things. It's so funny. That's why, like, I love to start out with this one. Because as we go into each of our feuds, they're different in each way. But by the end, we'll be covering one that, like, took place, like, two years ago. So when, like, social media is a big thing. Yeah. Um. So just to, like go in the backstory of um hillary duff and lindsay lohan it all started with when aaron carter guest starred on liz mcguire's christmas episode and the two started dating on his 13th birthday which we have covered if you feel we like going covered. back and listening to this as a pregame yeah for this episode just kind of see where it all started um and then after dating hillary for nearly two years aaron carter started a relationship with lindsay at the same time this is what aaron had to say back in 2005 this is foul (laughs) i was dating hillary for like a year and a half and then i got a little bored so i went and i started getting to know Lindsay. then in 2003 hillary duff showed up to her liz mcguire movie premiere and a few months later hillary and and hillary duff and aaron carter were together at the premiere and they officially called it quits when he allegedly cheated on her again with someone else but that was just the beginning of the actress's feud so what people are saying is that aaron carter got bored, started dating Lindsay Lohan, never, like, officially broke up with Lindsay Lohan. And got back and got back, And started Hillary. dating Hillary Duff yeah. again. Yeah. And as everyone said in the 2000s, meow! Meow. <laughs> the catfight has begun. <laughs> if someone said in the media that they were dating me for a year and they got bored, <laughs> I would <laughs> never speak to them again! Ouch. That's, that's a, so rude! It, yeah. Um, it's just interesting because you have the, um, the they're painted very differently in the the public Lindsay and Hillary's public personas are very different. Yeah, so that's I, why it's good. Before. It's yeah, we talked about it. Um as like Disney always made like sure like in Lindsay Lohan Disney stuff, she was like the cool girl and Hillary Duff was always like the girl next door. Yeah. And I think that's how it was portrayed in media mm-hmm. as well. I think Lin- Lindsay Lohan always had a little bit of edge to her. Yeah. And Hillary Duff was like, well golly gee. But I will have to say, the interviews we watched of Hillary Duff commenting, she was pissed off. She's inventing the subtweet. She's, yeah. Because she is like, she's saying, she's like saying mean things in the nicest way possible. Yeah. Like people are saying, um, like, so glad Hillary took the high road with this one. And it's a quote that's like, well, that's still shady as hell to say. She's like, well, I just don't think. A girl like me would do that, but Lindsay's doing it, so whatever yeah. is on the her. The famous one is, I'm not going to talk bad about her like she's been talking bad about me. Shots fired. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then this, like, when we started 
the this is the original subtweet was they started crashing <laughs> each other's premieres. I know. So the girls had a silent red carpet war when they kept popping up at each other's movie premieres. So Hilary Duff attended the Freaky Friday premiere carp- uh, red carpet. And then Lindsay retaliated by showing up to the Cheaper by the Dozen premiere in December. And reportedly, when Hilary Duff and her mom found out that Lindsay was at the Cheaper by the Dozen premiere, they had her removed by security. What I heard was that they wanted to have her removed, and Lindsay was like, no, I was invited. I'm not going to go anywhere. So the Duffs left because Lindsay Lohan was seen later that night like hanging out with Ashton Kutcher and Demi Moore and Steve Martin. Not Steve getting in this. (laughs) You pass up the opportunity to hang out with Steve Martin because Lindsay Lohan's a little mean to you. (laughs) Right. Not like she didn't just hang out with Steve Martin for like months and stuff. Do you think, um, so now that Steve Martin is involved, I have to bring up (laughs) Lindsay Lohan's famous on-screen parent. Do you think Lindsay ranted and raved to Jamie Jamie Lee about Hillary Duff? Well, apparently she was ranting and raving on the Mean Girls set because Tina Fey was like, Hillary Duff was always a topic of conversation on the Mean Girls set, and I was confused. <laughs> Tina, it's not for you. Stay out of it. Right. But that that makes me think absolutely yes. She was. I'm sure shit talking. I'm Jamie. sure Jamie was like Lindsay. Women have to women have to stick together. <laughs> you and Hillary have to make it work. She's your bae. Like, Michelle Yeoh is my bae in about 20 years. And then this is, like, when it gets even more little sticky, sticky, sticky. Yeah, 2004 was a crazy year so for this feud. This was the, um, so, yeah, Lindsay Lohan starred in Freaky Friday with Chad Michael Murray. Mm-hmm. Then the following year, Chad Michael Murray starred in a Cinderella story with Hilary Duff. And reportedly... Lindsay Lohan would call up Chad Michael Murray and badmouth Hillary Duff while they were shooting a Cinderella story. You're a mean girl, Katie. You're a bitch. <laughs> um, she is a mean. Well, I don't want to say that that she's a mean girl. She's I mean, not. that's a direct quote. From yeah, yeah. Mean girls, but no, yeah. This is very mean girls behavior. I mean, they're 15, 16 years old. I know. In the public eye. But so it's. <laughs> All of these feuds are very water under the bridge in our it's eyes. It's giving, like, the scene where, I mean, I know you don't know Mean Girls as well as I do, mm-hmm. but the scene where, like, Aaron Samuels is tutoring her, and she's just like, Regina's cheating on you. Yeah. I did read that at a Cinderella story, they made sure Lindsay was not able she to was show up. She was banned. She was banned. Banned. Dang. Ashley Tisdale can show up in her pajama pants <laughs> and hugs the Lindsay Lohan. It's banned. banned. That's the power of like if if Lindsay Lohan brought up a good fashion statement, maybe she was she would be let in there. I know, and it's funny because you know Lindsay Lohan was in the final running to be Lizzie McGuire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen was getting started, Hilary Duff was originally Lindsay Lohan's part. So you have their personal relationship, and also they're vying for the same parts. Yeah. Do you think Hillary Duff could be in Mean Girls, though? I think she could play Katie very well pre her transformation. But the thing about Lindsay Lohan and Mean Girls is that she does both so well. Mm-hmm. Like, she does the, the awkward, like, nice girl believably, but she also does the bitch believably. Yeah, it would be and hard I, to see Hillary Duff like that. Has Hillary Duff ever played a villain? Like, I um, don't think so. I don't think so. No, because that's not Hillary Duff's brand. 
two other big things happened in the year 2004. Uh, Lindsay Lohan went on SNL. Oh, this was this was the the big. The and big. Lindsay got blamed for this when, in all reality, it was probably the writers. Yeah. But in definitely. her opening monologue, Rachel Dratch came out dressed up as Hillary Duff, and they like discuss their feud, and it's like a very like caricaturized version. But of course, because it's SNL. And they also had, I think it was Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler as Come Avril out Levine. as Avril Lavigne, but who was also, which I think we'll get into as like a sidebar, was also feuding with Hilary Duff at the time. Yeah, what was she feuding about? It was oh, about like her. Ha- I remember vaguely. Okay, but I, looked, I looked into it because this was very interesting. So. What was happening? They also had Maya Rudolph come on as Whitney Houston to like wrap up that sketch. It was very <laughs> odd. How also, the night that the Debbie Downer sketch was that was that night. Mm-hmm. That very first, and that's one of my all-time favorite SNL sketches. Wow, when what a Disney night! World and everyone's laughing. What a night! I know Lindsay redeemed herself, but so what happened with Avril as a sidebar was that um, Avril made a comment about how she didn't like that her fans were dressing like her. Even though she was, like, selling her skinny ties in her web store. She was like, I don't like it when people try to be like me. Like, come on, get a life. And Hillary in the media was like, I don't think that's very nice. Like, she should treat her fans better. They just want to be like her. She's selling this stuff, you know. And Avril was like, she called Hillary Duff uh, a mommy's girl. It was like, she's, <sighs> she's just a mommy's girl. Like, I don't care what she thinks. Why is she coming for me? And Hillary's management was like, Hillary actually really likes Avril's, Avril's music, and this was just all blown up in the press. <laughs> but then for like two or three more years, like people were asking Hillary and Avril at press which one of them would win in a fight. Um, and Avril just kept bringing it up and being like, yeah, like, I don't know what she's always talking about me. Um, and this is what Hillary Duff had to say when asked about <gasps> whether she thought she could fight Avril Lavigne. R- wait, really? <laughs> Uh-oh. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. She looks pretty tough. Maybe she'd kick my butt. I've never gotten into a girl fight before. I'm a pretty good, like, verbal fighter, but I don't lose my temper too much. I don't scream, but I have a pretty good evil eye. I believe... That's what she said. I believe Hillary Duff's a good verbal fighter. I do, too. I, I believe she could... I mean, she did say, waiting for you is like waiting for rain in this drought. Useless. And disappointing. Um, but it was just, like, kind of a back and forth in the media. They never really were in the same place at the same time or met each other and had a fight. Apparently, they arrived at an event at the same time in 2011, Hillary, 2007. Hillary and Avril? Mm-hmm. And their teams uh, kept them separate the whole night, and that there was some tension there. Hillary was ready to get into a verbal fight. But then in, like, 2011, they were like, it's fine. Yeah. All these are, like, all these views we're talking about, I think, at the end of the day, is like, it's fine. But, so, Hillary Duff's reaction to, we touched on a little bit, her reaction to the Saturday Night Live skit. Yeah. Was not well received. She said, I don't think it's an honor to be made fun of on Saturday Night Live, which I think I have to disagree on Hillary with that. I would be honored if I got made fun of on Saturday Night Live. You think it's an honor for her to say that she's not going to tell the media that Lindsay Lohan is addicted to laxative and her hair is a weave? What? That's what she said. In the skit? Rachel Dratch was like, thank you for making up with me. I'm not going to tell the press that you're addicted to laxatives and your hair is a weave. Oh. Hillary would never. I know, but I think that's the joke. (laughs) See, I think it's more fun making fun of Lindsay Lohan. That all her... Yeah. I don't... Like, I didn't think that it was that bad overall. I didn't think so either. Like, all Rachel Dredge does is, like, sing So Yesterday in, like, a nasally voice. Yeah. And... I mean, I guess, like, granted at the time, Hillary Duff's, like, 16. So I'm sure yeah. if I was 16 and got, like, parodied on something, I would be like, That's run you to your me? bedroom and cry material. Yeah, and then Lindsay's response was, 
oh my gosh, I'm so sorry that you were offended. I don't want to start anything. <laughs> but the way she was saying it was like, oh my gosh, like I'm so sorry she was offended. I like, will say like start Lindsay anything. Lohan on every press junket she did during this time, and I think this was during Mean Girls, every interview she was doing was like, I just want to let everyone know I'm not in a feud with Hillary Duff. I love Hillary Duff. Like, she would go on every talk show and say, I love Hillary Duff. Which is like, just love Hillary Duff. You don't have to say you love Hillary Duff. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a little more suspicious than it's not It's more suspicious saying, saying um, well, I showed you that clip of when she's, <laughs> she's, walking with her friend and someone thinks she's hillary duff yeah and she turns around and goes i'm not hillary duff she goes sorry that kind of triggered me <laughs> she's like sorry that just pushed the wrong button <laughs> well someone like in one of these gossip column videos that we watched from like e or vh1 or whatever called them the lex luther and superman of the teen pop world so which one's like so which means one's a villain and one's exactly i would and you say you know Lindsay lohan was lex luther yeah that's the hello in, in the <laughs> i would say but that's what i'm saying is Lindsay lohan is painted more of the, the girl with the like a little bit of edge exactly i think being cast in mean girls helped that a lot mm-hmm. um as in like hillary duff was still you know her movies were hits but mean girls really wasn't just like a teen comedy it was like everyone watched it oh that was the other quote that i wrote down i was looking for it um what avril lavigne said she said if she doesn't shut her mouth then i'll shut it for her poor hillary about hillary and they the matrix was producing for both of them the matrix did production on metamorphosis and also on um avril's first album Jeez. why can't we be friends why can't we all just make music together come on well, there's one um, quote that I want to bring up. Uh, Hillary publicly responded to the feud. Now we're back to Lindsay and Hillary. Um, in Blender Magazine saying, Sometimes I really hate Lindsay Lohan. Jeez. Like, sometimes I really hate Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, that's diary material, babe. That's yeah. not interview material. And we know, like, Hillary Duff is, a, especially that time, she, was, she had a way with words. She loved to, like, beat around the bush because she didn't know what to say. Yeah, that was the most direct I've ever heard. That's the most direct of Hillary Duff I've ever heard. Be like, yes, I hate Lindsay Lohan. (laughs) Express yourself, Hillary Duff, is like, my favorite candy? Um, Well, candy is a sweet, and I just really, um, I enjoy. And I, like, I love the rappers. And, um. Do you like Lindsay Lohan? No, I hate her. I know I hate her. Oh. (laughs) That was the cartoon. That was cartoon Lizzie McGuire responding. Uh, <laughs> the, the orange sandals were out. That the day. orange sandals were out to play when she when she read that quote. She's clogging. One more thing happened in 2004 when Hillary Duff was in her Joel Madden era, and I was watching a video where the guy talking about this was like Russian or German or something. Because when he was saying "Good Charlotte," he would go, "He was part of the band Good Charlotte." <laughs> So Joel Madden of Good was dating Hillary Duff. And reportedly, Lindsay Lohan's little brother, Cody, came up to him at a Good Charlotte performance and asked for an autograph. And Joel Madden refused to give this little boy an autograph unless Lindsay Lohan publicly apologized to Hillary Duff. Well, wasn't it reported that Lindsay Lohan tried to get in contact with Hillary Duff, but then Haley Duff picked up the phone mm-hmm. and just... And then, like, hung up the phone. Yes. So, Haley, why are you sabotaging people trying to make up? The call is coming from inside the house. <laughs> Wait, did Cody ever get his 
Good Charlotte. Um, no, I don't think damn. so. There was also a report that said that um, he, that Joel Madden told Cody to get Lindsay Lohan's mom and bring her over and then said he wouldn't give him an autograph. Jeez, not in front of the mom. That is too much. This little boy didn't do anything. I know. Just... <laughs> but let's like, so what? That was the Joel Madden thing happened in- That was like in... December 2004. And this started in 2002. So now we're going on two years and the call that Lindsay Lohan made- was about in 2005. And then apparently in 2007, finally the dust settled. So at this point, three, four, five, five, four or five years, they have been at odds. And for what? At that point, Aaron Carter is so in the rear view mir- mirror. Right. Past this feud. The candy has all been eaten. The candy has all <laughs> been eaten. And at, after letting things simmer down for a few years, the ladies finally put their feud to rest once and for all. We are both adults, and whatever happened, happened when we were young. That's what Hillary Dove, Hillary, Hillary, Dove, Hillary, Hillary, does, Hillary, <laughs> Hillary does said at the time. Good it's over. Lindsay was even on hand for the release of Hillary's album, Party for, Dig- for Dignity. She's <gasps> really fun, she said about Lindsay. We were hanging out the other night, and she's a nice girl. <laughs> but speaking of music, we didn't even touch upon, apparently, the two songs that are about the, the Lindsay Lohan and Hillary Duff. Are they both Hillary songs? One, one is, and one. There's a Hillary Duff song called Haters mm-hmm. that is referencing Lindsay Lohan and the feud. Let me pull it up real quick. Also, I just looked, I just saw that apparently, according to the National Enquirer back in 2004, Hillary Duff hung up a dartboard in her Hollywood apartment with Lohan's face on it. <laughs> Not the National Enquirer. <laughs> so I'm reading this from an article back in 2004. This is to referencing Hillary Duff's song Haters from her self-titled c- CD. And this is supposed to allegedly inspired by Lindsay Lohan. The lyrics for Haters include these lines. You're the queen of superficiality. Keep your lies out of my reality. You say your boyfriend's sweet and kind, but you still got your ears on mine. Your ears on mine? I'm sorry, I misread. But oh. you still got your eyes on mine. Your ears on mine. They're snuggling. <laughs> Help. And there's a there's a Lindsay Lohan song called Rumors. Just talking about how she's sick of all these rumors about her. And they all and they came out at the same time. Interesting. Do you know who also may have may have had insight to this? Who? Raven. Oh, that's right, because she Her and, and Lindsay were roommates, roommates during this time. Just for like a little bit though. Yeah. And weren't they both on that um Vanity Fair that Vanity Fair cover? Yeah, and um, Hillary Duff took the Vanity Fair lie detector test, and they said, what are your thoughts about this photo shoot? And she goes, anxiety-inducing. <laughs> because that was in the midst of the feud, and they had to be on set together. So yeah. I know that means I'm sure Hillary Duff talked Mary-Kate and Ashley's ear off. <laughs> and they were like, okay. <laughs> Mary-Kate and Ashley like, we mind our business. We only text Bob Saget. <laughs> Everybody else, we have no idea who you're talking about. I know Mary Kay and Ashley had no idea who any of those people were at that photo shoot. Hillary's just talking, and they're just like, okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So, <laughs> what were you doing at eight months? <laughs> I wonder if Raven was, like, caught in the middle in any way. Like, if I she doubt. felt. I, I just wonder if she felt like, ooh, do I, like, be nicer to my, like, my Disney Channel cohort you know like this the girl that's doing the wand id is right next to me or the girl who's off <laughs> sleeping on the... next to in the room next to me <laughs> exactly well didn't raven also say that Lindsay was like never there yeah and it was like really short-lived yeah 
Because she was out doing Lindsay Lohan stuff. I personally, I don't have any loyalty to a roommate that's never home. Ooh. I mean, like, if I have a roommate that's, like, home and we're friends and we talk all the time. But if mm-hmm. we're if you're literally just my, like, a person in my living space. Hilary Duff was quoted at one point also saying, I've never stolen anyone's boyfriend. I don't even know how you do that. Like as Lindsay. As, oh. Not you. Ah! Not you alleging. Not me taking sides. Uh, okay. <laughs> Whose side are you on? In this feud? Yeah. I would say Hillary. I think. Why? Because she's Lizzie McGuire? No. Mm. Because she was not doing any of the sneak. <laughs> We've been watching Dance Moms this week. <laughs> <laughs> sneak, 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 sneak. <laughs> Wait, why? Yeah, I feel like it. I feel like they both got their hands dirty. A little bit, but I just feel like Lindsay's moves were maybe more, um, more bold and brash. Really? Why? Because she was on SNL. I guess. I don't know. I, I mean, don't know. I feel like Hillary Duff's putting out the article in the oh. article saying sometimes I really hate Lindsay Lohan was a bold move. <laughs> okay, that's fine. But let's let's just say at the end of the day. A lot of this onus is probably on Aaron Carter yeah. for not properly doing his due diligence to break up with somebody. Yeah, yeah. And I think at the end of the day as well, it was a I don't know this person kind of relationship. And then you right. just hear things in the press. And then because of that, it just snowballed into something. Because like we just read back in 2007, she was like, she was at my album release party. It's fine. It's fine. We were yeah. 14, 13. Lindsay Lohan opened her SNL monologue by saying, like, or when before she introduced Rachel Josh, she was like, you probably know me as the person who is always in Us Weekly feuding with Hillary Duff. Which is crazy to is me. Is that really what you know her from? I mean, this was, I think this, I think. That was, that SNL was post-Freaky Friday. Yeah, but I feel like Mean Girls is when she, everyone knew who Lindsay Lohan was in Mean Girls. But yeah, but like. There were no Parent Trap fans in that audience? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they were, but they're like, oh. There that... were no Life Science fans in that audience? No get a clue? <laughs> no get a clue sleuths were in that audience? I mean, I'm sure Lauren Michaels probably watched Life Science every now and then. <laughs> no, what I'm, what I'm saying is, she was like, oh, yeah, you're that girl from, from Parent Trap. You're that girl from this. I think Mean Girls was, oh, that's Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. Like, that was when she became, I mean, to us. She's always been Lindsay Lohan. It's just so interesting, too, that Hilary Duff has always had this, like, good girl, goody image. It, and is being made fun of for having a good girl, goody image, but is still actively, yeah. allegedly, at least around this and time, in, she, like, two feuds. Yeah, and then just, it's interesting, a couple years later, when Lindsay Lohan wasn't doing great, she became the, the punchline of SNL. Yeah. And Hilary Duff was asked about... Lindsay Lohan during like the notorious years of Lindsay Lohan and I feel like with that especially with their history she had to tread lightly on what she said because she didn't want it to turn into another exactly another thing because people would definitely be like Hillary Duff comments of Lindsay Lohan post DUI you know yeah so you had to like she had to tread well if anything that just shows you how much the writer's room will turn on someone yeah I mean, I know it's SNL and that's their job. I just think that it's funny how everyone was like, oh, Lindsay did this. Like, Lindsay went into the room and wrote the sketch. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> Lindsay's mom probably dropped her off. And she's like, okay, go to your meeting. Yeah. Like, and they handed her the script and she was just like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, 
It is interesting. I think what I think Lindsay has a leg up being in intertwined with the SNL crew during that time. Mm-hmm. She had the leg up being a part of Mean Girls. Because then you have the power of Tina Fey and Lauren Michaels behind you. And you can do SNL and do all that stuff. And Hillary Duff still had the power of the mouse, but the mouse wasn't doing nothing. They were too busy <laughs> with Raven and gearing up for Hannah Montana, I'm sure. Um, who do you think out of the two of us is a Lindsay Lohan and a Hillary Duff? Well, I would be more Lindsay than you. I would think so, too. Because I'm not blonde. <laughs> And I have the save and I have the staying power. But I also have an edge, I guess. I was sitting um You I also s- drive uh you also drive Herbie, the car. I do not drive a, a bug. Yeah, you do. I drive a Camry. <laughs> and oh yeah, and you also met your long lost twin sister at a camp. And I also went to Rome and was confused as a pop star and had to perform yeah. at the Coliseum. And you is- have a cartoon wearing sandals yeah, that and, pops and, up on your shoulder. And I'm also trying to tell people how I met their father. <laughs> And getting canceled. And getting canceled for it. Canceled. <laughs> oh, I was I was gonna say about me being edgy. Mm-hmm. Um, I we we saw a movie last night with some friends that were here, and I was sitting next to my friend who was wearing pink, and I was in all black. And our other friend came up the stairs and was like, "You guys look like those two houses on, <laughs> on the internet." Lindsay and Hillary are those two houses. I, Lindsay doesn't feel like an all black to me. Yes, but compared to Hillary Duff. Compared to Hillary Duff, yeah. But I, she's like a... Red? Like a maroon. Uh, like a maroon. <laughs> like the pants I'm wearing. <gasps> Spoiler. Maybe I'm Lindsay. <laughs> There's a little bit of Lindsay in a little There's bit There's a little of bit of Lindsay. In all of us. You know what? We're all Duff enough and Loan enough. <laughs> so what do you think about... Like, it really is interesting how history tends to repeat itself because Mm -hmm. I think throughout this month, this will not be the first time. Of course we talk about two Disney stars feuding because that's basically what this month is about. But every now and then the love triangle, a three team stars Mm. rear its ugly head. And we're not talking about it for this month, but we did talk about it in our Selena Gomez and Miley Cyrus feud. Mm -hmm. And that was very reminiscent of that and then later on we'll talk about another love triangle in three generations you have the early 2000s the mid 2000s and like the late 2000s i mean in the 2020s 2010s 2010s 2020s yeah but i feel like this is a great one to start it off with um pre-social media so they had to go to the outlets to get their point they across had to take their feuds to the red carpet and speak you, their mind who do you think based off hillary duff's filmography in Lindsay Lohan's filmography, who do you think are the probably the most random actors that they were complaining about each other to? Well, obviously Chad Michael Murray. Chad Michael Murray. Poor Chad Michael Murray during this stuck time. Stuck in the middle. Stuck in the middle with Chad Michael Murray. He's like, I kissed you both. I kissed you both. <laughs> I can't pick. Please. I'm just a Chad Michael Murray. <laughs> I'm just a sweet little Chad Michael Murray. Don't make me choose. <laughs> Don't make me choose Michael Murray. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure Jamie Lee Curtis got an earful. Tina Fey, I don't think, was brought directly to it. Sounds like she was just hearing it and was like, what's this about? Yeah. I don't think anyone confided anything in Tina Fey on that set. I'm sure Bonnie Hunt. (laughs) I feel like Bonnie Hunt was a shoulder for Hillary to cry on during those times. And I'm sure Steve Martin was just there for his scenes and left. (laughs) 
you think Jennifer Coolidge got any any dirt? Because she's in Cinderella Story. I thought she was in the second one. There's no second Cinderella Story. Oh, that's an, another that, Cinderella that's Story? That's another Cinderella Story. That's Jane Lynch. That's Jane Lynch. <laughs> Jane Lynch. <laughs> when they try to make Jane Lynch play straight, and like straight, like straight, and it does not work. <laughs> well, it doesn't work. <sighs> she's like, I have a date with a man. And I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> But okay, do you think, I don't think this really affected the Disney brand that much. Yeah, because Lindsay Lohan was like, she had a toe in, but she was far enough outside of the realm of Disney Channel. Yeah, that they really only had to worry about the in-house, which was Hilary Duff. Yeah. So I don't think they were frightened too much. About the feud. So I think that's when we have to examine yeah. how I, how frightening was this feud for the House of Mouse? I don't think very frightening. Because Hillary Duff, like, even in the comebacks when people are like, ugh, like doing their comeback at Hillary Duff, it was just like, goody, goody, <laughs> which is what they want. Right, right. <laughs> like, goody, goody, two shoes. Hillary yeah. Duff. Mommy's girl. <laughs> and Vicky's like, well, yes. <laughs> you mean Mickey's girl. <laughs> you mean Mickey's girl. <laughs> He puts, he puts his mouse ears on her. She's like, he's like, get back in there. <laughs> like Hillary and Lindsay are right about to like feud at a premiere, and you just see a white gloved hand like, no! <laughs> uh-huh. and like Lindsay, they're like, ah ah ah. Lindsay's like, ah ah ah. I'm not under the channel contract. But yeah, I don't really think that this was like image damaging for Disney in any way because I mean, like we just said, Hillary was being come for as a good girl. Yeah, which. It's like exactly what they want. And and she wasn't responding in any sort of like overly negative way. Stop saying that because she was. She was doing shade. <laughs> Sometimes I really hate Lindsay Lohan is not shade. That is she tore down the tree. She put up the tent. There's literally no. Sh- she is sweating because there's no shade to be had. I just don't think just that is a big enough deal. I think to cause alarm. But I at think the mouse house. Yes, I don't think so. But I, I think if we look back at all the things we watched, Lindsay Lohan never outwardly said I hate Hillary Duff. She only said I love Hillary. She only said I, which is, she probably was like, she probably said it behind closed doors, and was like, I'm just gonna say I love Hillary Duff. Yeah. Somebody, yeah. somebody find the Mean Girls group chat from 2004. I know Rachel McAdams had that on silent. <laughs> <laughs> She's too busy getting prepared for the notebook. She goes, I have to do my backstory. <laughs> I'm sure Amanda Seyfried was like, what's going on? I'm new around here. I'm new around here. I'm new around these parts. <laughs> Lacey Chabert is probably like, I'm too old for this. I'm too old for this. <laughs> I, got a, I got a Hallmark movie to do in a couple years. I feel like um, the guys who played Aaron Samuels and Damien were like, I mean, we have metamorphosis. The CD. In well, our, I did read. Right I did read a statement from the guy who played Aaron Samuels about it. <gasps> really? He was like a couple years ago. He was. He was because um, he was in Cheaper by the Dozen too. That's like, right. Like like the sequel, not T O O. Playing Hillary Duff's brother-in-law, and they said on the set he talked to because I think Mean Girls was the year before, mm-hmm. then Cheaper by the Dozen, the sequel, the year after. So. He went back to back and he was and did an interview a couple years ago and they asked, like, did you ever get like back and forth stories? And he said he talked to both of them in the midst of it. And he said he talked a lot about it with Lindsay. And when he talked about it with Hillary, Hillary was like, I have no idea what's going on. Why we're in this feud. Yeah. And it seemed like 
Lindsay Lohan really had more like, um, uh, like ground stake stakes in it. Yeah. Of like, I know why I'm kind of feuding with Hillary Duff, and from Hillary Duff's perspective, she's like, I don't know why all of a sudden I'm being involved with this Lindsay Lohan, but she's coming for me. So let me give an interview saying sometimes I really hate Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. So I think it was like a seed of when you're annoyed at somebody. And then, of course, we're not plastered on the Us magazine. So do you think, do, should we declare winners in this feud? Or I don't know. Or going forward? Because I um, don't think there will be any winners coming out of anything. I know. I, I think that... I feel like generally in the media it was painted like because they obviously said Lex Luthor and Superman like they literally it was like a villain hero yeah dynamic and I think in the media that Hillary Duff was being portrayed more as like the the winner well she but, was I think she was portrayed more as the lamb while right. Lindsay Lohan was treated more as the wolf coming for this like little innocent yeah Disney girl exactly. But Hillary Duff said she could win in a verbal fight, so... Which I, I believe. In Most the... random player in all of this, Avril Lavigne. Yeah, I don't know like, how what? Avril Lavigne got invited to this conversation. Because Hillary made one comment where she was like, oh, I shouldn't have made that. And then it sounds like for the next five years, Avril was just like, I want to fight her! In like every interview. <laughs> Avril, why do you got to make things so complicated? And like, uh, I somebody in one of those like talking heads um, segments about the like the Avril Lavigne portion of this was kind of like I don't know it just seems like maybe Avril is trying to come across as like more grungy and angry because I don't know why she's like yelling about this but also I remember watching those talking heads they're like this is the second feud Hillary Duff has been a part of yeah like hmm hmm they're like Hillary's Duff's not so good at getting not so she's so she needs to come clean I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think we can say that there is a, a winner or a loser. I don't think the there is. The I think what this is all about is just examining it and following their careers. And they were like two of the biggest stars, teen stars back in the day. And it was just tabloid fodder Yeah. at the end of the day. I think probably out of all the feuds we discussed, this probably has the one that isn't, doesn't have the most stakes to it. Because mm-hmm. they're... It started out as people who don't really know each other, and the only way they really know each other is because of this feud that is in the press. Yeah. And I think the feuds going forward... They're almost all people that are, like, involved in projects together. And intertwined. And so there's more stakes in if things fall apart. Yeah. Which all of them did. (laughs) Well, damn that we never got a freaky Cinderella story, but (laughs) other than that, I don't think think we lost that much. All right, I know we... So we're each... Each um, episode, we're going to we're going to examine. Did the did this feud give the House of Mouse a fright? And we're just going to say we don't think it really did. Not really. Yeah. No, I think they had too many things going on, and that was more like outside stuff. Um, so they were like, as long as she's here on that couch talking about nine eleven, we don't care. We don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you do, leave leave your personal business outside before you clock in. That's what Disney was saying. Grab that wand, wipe the tears, grab the wand, and go for it. <laughs> um, all right. As we wrap up our first episode of Month of <laughs> Month of Frights Feuds. Say that five, five times fast. Month of Frights Feuds, Month of Frights Feuds, Month of Frights Feuds, Month of Frights Feuds, Month of Frights Feuds. Now we're feuding. <laughs> um, what is the Disney Channel lesson we learned today? 
The Disney Channel lesson that I learned today is if you're invited to something that is heavily celebrating your enemy, mayhaps stay home or risk not being able to party with Steve <laughs> Martin. <laughs> right. At least Hilary Duff got to go to the Jamie Lee party. Right. She said you're not going anywhere near the Steve Martin party. Um, I think my Disney Channel lesson is... N- do not underestimate the quote-unquote goody-goody because you never know if they're just going to be at an interview and on the front page of the magazine So true. call you out saying, sometimes I really hate you. Most people I have known that are like so nice and goody-goody, when it comes time to talk the shit, they will say the most like banger insult you've ever heard in your life out of nowhere. Yeah. Hmm. And I believe it. I believe it. Let's get Hillary Duff in a rap battle. At the, <laughs> that's why. That's why. Um, I think Hillary Duff may be the actual animated cartoon in real life. <laughs> she just says what she's thinking, but sometimes she just she can't say directly. But when she does, it's ouch. Like, geez. All right. <sighs> um, all right. If people want to see how you're crashing a red carpet, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Heyo, it's Becca, H-E-Y-O, Becca's Records on TikTok, Becca Stockner on YouTube. If you want to um, follow me on any of the social medias, I'm at Real Hunter Martin on Instagram, H Cameron Martin on Twitter. But most importantly, if you want to keep up to date on anything and everything about this podcast, we're on all the social medias, Instagram, Twitter, slash X, TikTok, um, threads, we're there. Just type in the Time Mushroom Podcast and you'll follow us. Um, rate and review us on Apple Podcast. If you give us a review, we will read it on the next episode and show you the love right back. Rate us five stars on Spotify if you are ever so kind. And talk to us on all the social medias. DM us. That's our that's one of the coolest parts about this. Um, tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like, tell us what you want to hear, and tell us what you don't want to hear. Because we want everyone here listening to this to have so much fun. Because we're having so much fun making it. All right. Next week, the month of frights continues. And if you thought the clause came out this week. It's really going to be a meow (laughs) (laughs) next week. Uh, But until next time, we will see you later, time travelers. Always button, button? Hmm. Let me do it again. Always button your belts. Always buckle your seatbelts.